Hey everybody, it's Jojo the Dungeon Master for the roles we made, because the real podcast were the roles we made along the way. Thank you for joining us in episode 71 of the roles we made, the final episode in Ren's Big Adventure. Ren steps out, as I like to call it. Um, like most finales, this one doesn't have that middle part, because it's... It's a relatively long episode, so we're just going to get all of that stuff out of the way right now. Uh, if you enjoy the show, the best way you can support us is to give us a like on your podcaster of choice, five-star review, and uh, share us with your friends in, you know, hashtag D&D or hashtag TTRPG family, those kinds of things. Uh, we really appreciate it, and it really helps a lot. Um, the next episode of our show, um, normally it would come out on August 6th. However, we're going to be pushing the next episode out to August uh, 13th. It'll be the first episode of our new arc. The sixth won't have a new episode. If most, it'll probably just have a quick recap of what's going on in the story so far. Um, we're getting close to what Doctor Strange would call the end game. So I'm just going to drop something at the sixth to kind of reorient us all now that the whole gang is going to be back together for their adventure and uh, we'll just move from there hopefully it'll be interesting and fun uh, if you want to get in contact with us the best way to do so is through our email at the roles we made at gmail.com and of course if you would like to reach jojo that's me you can get me on twitter at jojo has fun j-o-e-j-o-e-h-a-s-f-u-n i normally tweet about DD stuff because that's what i am into that's it um thank you so much for listening i hope you enjoy the rest of the episode see you again on the 13th have a good day Previously on The Rolls We Made, Springwillow Academy senior Ren Steffens has traveled to the city of Capital to visit Capital University in hopes of gathering information on her and her friend's enemy, a godlike being known only as the Chained One. During her visit, Ren's girlfriend Dell suggests she actually explore the campus in hopes that maybe Ren will find it to her liking and pursue her education further once she finally graduates from Springwillow. As Dell does research into the Chained One, Ren happens upon her old mentor in the Bardic Arts, Waterfall, who offers to show her around the campus if she would only accompany him to a quick meeting with some guy. What followed was a madcap struggle, as the pair fought against a group of Nebanese agents who were seemingly trying to sow chaos across the school, going so far as to attempt to destroy the keg room in the basement of one of Capital University's frat houses. Having just barely prevented disaster, Ren and Waterfall raced to stop the Nebanese forces from exacting whatever plan they have on campus before the school is destroyed and Ren's loved ones are put in danger. Ren's adventure comes to a close on today's episode of The Roles We Made. Like, this is the, like the going to the admin area is going to be like this is the initial, this is the final. Save oh. your game first. Save your game. Yeah, if there's anything you want to go check in on before uh, before we get to that. Should we go back to like the base maybe? To be like y'all, that might be wise. Yeah, yeah. We'll go back to the coffee shop base. Okay, um, you and Waterfall. Uh, Let's go, friend. You got it. <laughs> Let's head back there real quick. Talk to Handler. See what we can figure out. Get a maybe get a mimosa. They yeah, they do have those, but you can't have one. What? Right? Your dad would kill me. <sighs> you used to see that guy with some pants. What with some pants? Yeah. Oh, I thought you said pants. I'm like, I've seen him without the pants. It's yeah, yeah. He, cooks, we, he, he likes to party. Yeah. yeah, that's dangerous. <laughs> Thankfully, it's mostly salads, but still. <laughs> Sometimes uh, he pickles. 
<laughs> That's ridiculous. <laughs> the two of you make your way back to the that small basement coffee shop. It's still pretty chill. Yeah. Um, doing their their homework. You just someone's go right, writing a play. You go right to the back room. You don't yeah. even say hi. And um, you get into the back room. The handler's already looking stuff up in the computer. Recon. Recon. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's this guy's name. His name is Recon. <laughs> nah, Re- Recon. 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 <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Keep that's going. That's his job. Um, <laughs> when you get in, he, he spin, he's got it on a little swivelly chair, um, and he swivels it back to look at you guys. Whoa. He's like, that was, a, that was a good, that was a good. That was a good. It was a good one. It was great. Are you being sarcastic? You have to tell me if you're being sarcastic. You <laughs> are the handler. I need accurate information. <laughs> And then the handler's like, I mean, 60-40, I mean, a bomb did go off. But hey, no one was hurt, that's so good. at least there's that. Yeah. So that's that's cool. Did you catch anything on the surveillance that seemed fishy? As a matter of fact, I did. He spins back around, and he starts typing into the Arcanist console he's working at, and um, there's one of those, like, mirror surface that they've been using as a screen from time to time. <laughs> um, he types a few things into his little console, and it shows, like, a split screen of two different views of the campus, like, wide angles of, like, different um, buildings, one of which was a, it just says on the corner what it is. One's the dorm room and you see like there is, it looks like a fuse a fuse, tra- like energy traveling along a fuse. <laughs> like old school? Like old school, okay. yeah. And then it's like this happened about mm, 30 minutes ago and then he switches to another one that shows the study hall and it's the same thing. It shows like a fuse and it's like this happened 20 minutes ago. And then he z- and then he pulls up a third one of the uh, of the frat house and he's like and this just happened to you. And he presses it and it shows the fuse and then you can see the fuse breaking. And it shows me cutting it. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like is that really what I look like from the back? <laughs> He's <laughs> like, yeah, time make fools of us all, huh? <laughs> oh, water. Rickon's like, oh my god. Um, but what happens is there's sort of that jostling explosion in the basement, and then like immediately afterward, you see the other two buildings. There's like these plumes of energy that kind of just rise out of their like roofs. Yeah, basically, it looks like a almost like a mushroom cloud of like purple and black energy that kind of just shoots up and then it it hangs there for a second as if something is supposed to happen like it shoots up it kind of almost looks like a crystal kind of sitting there and then it just disperses into nothing okay uh, recon is like i think uh i think they were trying to do some kind of a ritual a ritual ritual of what some makes kind. you say it's a ritual well probably because they did this pretty impressive looking light show and okay. then nothing happened given that these guys are heavily armed. I don't think they were just trying to be, you know, entertaining. Yeah, yeah. For, for the look you lose. Oh, for the look you lose. Don't even get me started. They are the worst. Traffic uh, getting over here, terrible. Yeah, I believe it. Because of all the look All the foot lose. traffic. <laughs> all the foot you traffic. The it's like, did you guys we see that dead explosion at the frat there. house? <laughs> don't even get me started the explosion at the frat house. Did you see the one at the study hall? Oh, oh we got to look at that. <laughs> Recon's like, I don't think that, I think this didn't, whatever their plan was, I don't think it fully actualized or whatever. So, which means that their vision boards are going to have to be modified which is why our vision board is it's not going to have to be modified. It just shows like a four, <laughs> he points to like a cardboard <laughs> wall that just says mission accomplished okay. question mark with like a, a face, like maybe, maybe who knows um, a waterfall's like we found a viewfinder in the attic of the uh, frat house that was looking right at the admin building and the, and then uh recon's like, Hmm, I know why I keep calling him recon. I think it's, a, I think it's infectious. Yeah. The idea that this guy's name is recon. And now that's just, that's retcon. <laughs> We're going to retcon recon. <laughs> 
<laughs> the admin building seems to be about equally distant from all of these locations. I think that whatever was supposed to happen was supposed to happen right there, which is probably why the viewfinder was pointed at it. Yeah. Uh, do we have any ideas on who our, our bad guy is? Uh, Waterfall's like, yeah, yeah, he's, uh, it's, it's Lynx. Lynx? Yeah. Yeah, his name's Lynx. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, the, the person, um, Raycon is like, ah, shit. Oh, shit. Why? Oh, shit. You guys got to fill me in. They I'm in it now. They, he, he types on his Arcanist console for a little while. This is going to be a lot of lore dumping before you have to go basically fight this guy. It's okay. But, uh, he pulls up, uh, <laughs> we're on, go- we're on, uh, icy veins right now. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls the icy veins. You double check your bar rotation, and then he tabs over. Uh, Recon pulls up the the file for Lynx, and it just shows this. It actually shows him a little younger, um, and it's like uh, Lynx was a he was an agent during the war. He was another basically like what Waterfall was. He came north and kind of helped you know set up forces to do battle with uh, Celestia. He was good at it too. Really good at training people. Problem with Lynx was he didn't really teach him like, you know, hey, maybe it's not a good idea to blow up a house with a bunch of innocent people in it because, you know, that might, that that looks bad. Yeah. You know, at the end, you know, we're going to have to do that spreadsheet at the end and that's not going to look very (laughs) great. The spreadsheet. The spreadsheets, not so good. Not so good. Uh, Lynx wasn't very happy with the end of the war. Like, a lot of the Nebanese presence in Midirn was scaled back. Not 100%, but more than he would have liked. I mean, from his perspective, we didn't just beat Celestia, we won the country, which was not it's not how it happened. But he doesn't not? like that, no. And I think he's trying to use this as an opportunity to kind of sow chaos, make make a make a big fight happen between Midern and Nebanese. Oh, okay. Bring us bring us all back to the good old bad days. Oh god. Yeah. He kind of sucks that way. <laughs> we don't like links in this household. We do not. We don't. No. I'm not a fan now either. Yeah. Good. There's a strong chance that Lynx is going to be present at the admin building, so we should probably head over. Go over there. Go Unless you wanted out. to get like, you know, we could take 20 minutes to have like a sandwich. Yeah. Let's take a short rest <laughs> so I can build build up my my confidence to get going. Yeah. You have. Oh, yeah. You're you're. Um, This is just like a montage of us like preparing. Yeah. I want to get a wet stone and I start interspliced inter- with the two of you like eating a sandwich. Yeah. Every so. Cheersing. <laughs> I want to cheers <laughs> a sandwich with him. Oh, a sandwich sounds good. And then it shows Recon like typing, but then it, it turns around and he's playing fantasy solitaire. And then we're like, come on. <laughs> come on. This is serious. And then he's like, ah. Oh, whatever. <laughs> fantasy solitaire. I mean, he loves it. Um, and then, uh, finally you guys are ready to go and recon's like, all right, make sure your beep beeps are on and open. Beep beep. Then he's like, beep. Working? Uh, we think we're he, too he close to it. really know. He, he, he gets back because, yeah, he can't, he can't it's hear feedback. it. It's feedback. Yeah, it's feedback. Me. I think that's what happened. Hot mic. Oof. Good luck, you two. All don't, right. uh, don't, don't die. Don't die. Don't die. That's a good one. Break a leg. That too. Seeing as you guys are bards and such. Yes. Kind of like that. That's a, that's a good one. We don't get any cool. You don't have any cool spy gadgets to give us. I mean, y'all are y'all can do magic. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> the 
the the mystery is wearing thin now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the two of you um, exit the coffee shop, full, um, having enjoyed a short rest of sandwiches and montage, spy <laughs> montage. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll say that, you, that Ren put on a spy suit of some kind. A spy suit? Yeah. I want to have just an eye patch. <laughs> I just found it in a desk somewhere. <laughs> And I'm like, this seems right. But then I have to keep lifting up the patch to see. So, and, and, that, and that, well, that also fuels your ability to go, whoa. whoa. Yeah. And be surprised at things. Yeah. Um, the two of you make your way back over to the administration um, area. And as you start getting closer, you notice that the campus police presence is a little bit higher than you remember the last time you were here. I take off my eye patch. It does look suspicious it to be wearing suspicious. an eye patch for no particular reason. Yeah. Um, and as you get closer, you see that um, the quad has been set up with not the whole thing, obviously, because it's a very big space, but around the fountain, uh, it looks like there's like a podium set up with a stage and like uh, a couple of tables at the back that seem to be getting ready to be catered, like it's supposed to be some kind of an event. Yeah. Um, and there are a bunch of uh, chairs set up with a lot of people kind of milling about finding their seats and getting ready. And then there is a pretty tremendous um, campus police presence in this area. <sighs> You don't see any of the Nebanese agents nearby, but you don't have any particular reason not to think that they might try something. You can clearly see the clock tower is like, it's pretty imposing. Like the stage, it's facing the clock tower okay. and the admin building. What do you want to do? So we're trying to get to the admin building, right? You're trying to get to the admin building or stop the, the Nebanese agents, ideally both. Okay. And they're all in the admin building? We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of cops around. There's a lot of campus police around. I'm going to touch Waterfall and cast uh, Greater Invisibility so we could... Do you just, have Greater I Invisibility? I think I have Greater... I think I... Well, I remember I did it before. I think you... Yeah, you know is what? It I greater? think you did. Let me see. Or is it just regs? You do have... Yeah, you're good. Um, So you okay. cast Greater Invisibility. That is a fourth level spell. So you are down one, down to two slots left, I believe. I marked it. Okay. You have cast Greater Invisibility on um, Waterfall, and he's like, wait, what? Oh, that's right. They're not happy with me because I broke a window. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you did do that. That Doesn't that just seem like a lifetime ago? <laughs> After I all, think it was like through. three calendar months. <laughs> <laughs> um, waterfall fades out of uh, uh, view completely as the invisibility spell takes hold. You know he's nearby because, you know, you can smell the patchouli on his on his beard. I'll but. follow your scent. <laughs> he's like, all right, Ren, uh, I'll be I'll be right behind you. Okay. Or will I? I don't 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 be pulling any of your <laughs> tricks now. We got to be serious. Um, all right. So uh, Waterfall is now thusly hidden. What do you want to do? We're going to sneak over to the... Uh, I mean, you don't have to sneak now. That was going to be a thing I was going to use to still... fuck with you, but you have you have defeated it using greater okay. visibility. So we're going to go to the admin building because I think that's where everyone's going to be. Um, as you're passing through the crowd, um, you hear um, a voice yelling out, Ren, Ren, hey, what? honey. No. Shh. Ren, Shh. hey, that's my daughter there. Shh. Be quiet. Uh, are you trying to avoid the ga the gaze of, of Daniel Steffens as you make your way through this How crowd? How does he see me? He could pick you out. At a, but a I'm invisible. Away. No, you oh, cast he's it on, invisible. You cast it on Waterfall. Oh. You didn't cast it on yourself. 
I thought that if I touch someone, I too become invisible. Let's pull it up because if I'm that's sorry. If that, I'm if not that's trying to true, throw a wrench in the words. If that's true, that's fine. But I just I mean, he could still be like, I feel my daughter's presence. So it's you or oh, so since he's fleeing the cops, yeah, it makes sense him. for him. Yeah, and also, yeah. like, I mean, I I think the argument can be made. Also, I mean, some DMs would make the argument that because it's a conscience concentration spell, you can only do it for years one person at a time. But I think that's that's fine. Yeah, that's but I mean, if you wanted to burn a second fourth level spell nope, slot, nope, nope, nope. Okay, um, <laughs> then then uh, Daniel Steffens absolutely sees you. <sighs> um, so I throw my sandwich. I throw, oh, is he hungry? You know what I could get rid of? Uh, yeah, I do. And I was wondering where that plot thread would finally resolve. Uh, Daniel Steffens uh, <laughs> makes his way over to you and he was like, dear, wh- where have you been? I've been looking all over for oh, you. Oh, you know, just doing a little of this, a little of that, checking out the sites. Oh, yeah, you found an alumni to hang out with? Who? I got to schmooze them, you know. You and do then, have to schmooze them. And then very quietly, Waterfall is like, maybe another jar of them. Summer pickles do me pretty. Uh, what? I mean, I'm invisible. What? Shh, everyone, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> We're gonna get. A, you're gonna get us caught. Anyway, the uh, the 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 bursar's gonna give a speech about all the important, cool things about Capital University. I'm. Oh, you want? Let's go get a seat, dear. We can listen to it for you the know, end of the day. I'm actually. I'm gonna go chill. I go to the admin building. See if maybe I can get a leg up on admission. Oh, perfect. I'll go. I'll go with you. Well. You know, I think I I need to be an adult sometime, Dad, and I think this is a good start is me doing this alone. Schmoozing other adults to get into to I don't know about that one, dear. Are you hungry? Have you eaten yet? Well, I mean, I'm always a little peckish. You know what I have? What's that? That I just got from the cafe. Do you like sushi? <laughs> <sighs> I feel really bad about this, but it's the only way to get him to leave me alone. As a matter of fact, I do. What do you got there? Oh, well, look at this. I have a whole roll right here for you. And then then for the people who can't see, like, the main menu that Emma just opened up, she navigated to her inventory and found the item sushi of dubious quality. (laughs) I got it at a gas station. (laughs) On our yeah. way to the train. Yeah. You thought we forgot about that, but we didn't. We did not. Um, Daniel Steffens is like, oh, wow, look at this. And it's nigiri style. You it's, know, that's what I like. Just the fish on the rice. A little it. dot of something underneath in between his glue. Yep. I love that. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know what You know what I'm happy about? That you said you got this from the cafeteria because I was going to ask how the sushi would have survived like a five-hour train ride and also you running all around sweaty across campus. It's a hot summer you day. You should try it. Uh, he unwraps <laughs> it and and you make Wait. a perception check. Ugh, I feel so bad. Nine. Uh, okay, with your with oh. your latent perceptive abilities, I believe. Yeah, it's like it sets on eleven. So um, <laughs> you notice kind of a you notice as a cartoon might a little cloud with a skull on. It. Oh no. <laughs> He's like, this looks great. He pops it into his mouth really <sighs> in one gulp, Daniel The whole Steffens. thing? Yeah, he, he, he gets one, then another, then this guy could eat. Yeah, he could put it away. He could, I mean, like, he could he could do this professionally. Eating. I feel like with my dad, it's like, have you seen Big Mouth? How the, the Jewish dad is, like, obsessed with scallops. <laughs> and they always make him sick, but he eats them anyways. That's, my, that's this situation right now. <laughs> All right, let's see how Daniel reacts to these. Oh, no. I just wanted to, I should have just used my words to make him go away. Said I gave him food poisoning. 
Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> Daniel Steffens, I'm sorry to say, um, immediately doubles over. And is like, oh, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah? And then he's like, no. Oh. I'll be right and then he just starts. He just starts running. Oh God! He just starts. He just starts running for a location building, and because he's running so fast and so frantically, the campus police take very clear notice of him being yeah. highly suspicious. And they and you see the pretty comical scene of uh, two of the guards grabbing him by the shoulder and be like, "What seems to be the problem, oh, sir?" No, and then he just yarts is all over him. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for the distraction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the pants. <laughs> it's uh, it's pretty great. Uh, but you have thus uh, you have you have solved my getting away from your dad puzzle. <laughs> awesome, which is great. And finally got rid of that stinky sushi. Yeah, it doesn't have to travel all the way with you to camp. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't use it at camp either, because we would never be able to reconcile that time yeah. paradox. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I right. would have looked gross just carrying sushi in my it's bag. Like, Ren, for why three do you months. still have that? Ah, I'm waiting for the right time to use it. And I think it's perfectly <laughs> preserved at the same level of quality in my inventory. <laughs> um, when you get inside, it is, there are still people working here, but you definitely get the sense that like, that, like the way that this building is laid out, it, I described it earlier. It's like large marble floor. There's a couple of admin desks in the center and then there's doors along the back wall that lead into like offices and whatever. There's also like far to the left, there's the um, double doors that lead into kind of like that original meeting room where everyone was. And to the right is a set of, uh, looks another set of double doors that could be stairs. Um, what do you want to do? Can I, or I want to cast detect magic? To see if maybe I can see some of that ritual spell magic to see which way I should go. Yeah, that's okay. Let me mark off that you've cast detect magic. First level. <laughs> yes, first level. <laughs> Fifth level spell slot. You see time and space. <laughs> okay. Um, you've cast detect magic. Um, it has, I mean, you know. Your, your eyes kind of do their, their typical light blue glow, even behind the eye patch, which is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's not a lot of magic on this first floor, unless you count the magic of uh, administration. <laughs> God. Um, looking up, it, it almost sort of looks like, a, like a, a cloud. And you can't tell if it's big or if it's far away, but it's a cloud about if you were... Like that globe, like kind of like the 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 diffusion bulb, yeah. the pink one. It's about to Ren from Ren's perspective. It's that size from mm. where she is, and she doesn't know if it's near or far. But it's above. It's above you. So I'm gonna take the doors to the steps. Yeah, um, you run your way over to um, the staircase, <laughs> and as you are going up, um, make a quick perception check. <laughs> One looks fine. Um, Can I take a drink of my flask and try again? <laughs> or is it not? Is it not important enough to use now? If you're going to use that flask, I will make it important enough. Nah. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you round this staircase, you immediately feel like something snap um, on your feet. Ah. Um, like a, like you stepped on some kind of a, a wire or a trip. Oh, no. Or, or a combination of the two. I don't know what you would call that. Okay. Scientists haven't told me what that's called yet. Okay. Um, but you do hear a snapping noise, um, and then you you see above, like, because you just ran on the stairs, you can see the next door. You see, like, a small vial 
um, that's at the top of the stairs. Um, a stopper in the vial, like it just kind of like splits apart, like the cork splits apart, and something falls into the vial, oh, and no. it starts making like a loud sound. Okay. Like almost like a fire alarm. Oh, noise. so it's like a it's like a noise. Yeah. Thing. So um, they know I'm coming. Yeah, and actually, a few seconds later, the door by that bursts open. Two of those Lebanese guards uh. look down, see you, and leap right at you. Leap at me. Yep. What do you do? I'm going to use a, I guess, slashing flourish. Okay. Towards the first one coming towards me. All right. So Ren is going to fight some fellows using the good old slashing. And can I, is there a way I could be like waterfall sneak behind and take the one I'm not attacking? Yeah. Or does he just have that natural? Well, when you, when you attack, he'll attack. So go ahead and roll, um, to attack D 20. 19. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a big hit. Big old hit. Um, go ahead and roll your bardic inspiration. Two. (laughs) So you do, 11 damage to this first guy. Oh, don't I get to roll this again? Uh, yeah, you're going to do a second oh, attack. Sorry. Let me just make sure I'm doing... Uh, so Let the first guy took lead. 11. And then also, um, if you wanted to, you could... He could, if you want to, you could have an extra like two damage hit the other guy nearby. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not going to really matter that much because um, water, waterfalls also going to attack. But you can attack again. Okay. Five. <laughs> Uh, that's not going to do it. But Waterfall is going to get a chance to do a big hit, and he's going to do 10 damage to the guy that you just struck. Um, so what happens is this first one bursts in, and you do your slashing flourish. Which, what, which, what does that look like exactly? Are we going upstairs? You're going upstairs. These guys have burst through. They're charging downstairs. They have their, like, short swords drawn, and I guess the first one that leapt at you, you just quickly dispatched. Yeah. So what, did you, what did the slashing flourish look like? It looked like... He's leaping down, and then I'm just like, nah. And I use the wall to kind of propel myself up and slash down. Okay, yeah, then that's what you did. So um, he's charging at you. You kind of like very quickly and acrobatically leap to like the guardrail, and he misses you, and you're getting him on the down. And when he hits the ground, um, you see Waterfall right there, and he's like, I'm invisible. And then he steps on the guy's (laughs) face. And you can tell because you can see like, He's wearing a helmet, right? Yeah. Um, and it's like a motorcycle helmet, basically. And you see that, like, you hear waterfall say his before the kill. I'm, t- I'm invisible. And then uh, the uh, the helmet just just shatters inward. Oh, shit. You're imagining that waterfall stomped on him. Nice move. Um, the second guy, however, is right behind you. He oh, is no. going to strike at you. Um, and he hits you for uh, 1d... Eight, which is going to be, uh, he gets you for um, seven damage. Damn. Um, and I'll mark that off. So, so that I'm you're, at sixty-two. You're, you're at sixty-two now. Yeah. So um, what happened was, um, as soon as you you struck this guy down, the next one kind of grabbed you and like he tried to, he was about to like stab you, but like you shoved him away and you you got your back against like the guardrail. Yeah. That's seven points of health damage. I'm gonna decide. Okay. Just because like. It's not health points is not the amount of blood you have. Yeah. I don't know why people think that (laughs) Um, that's occurred. So now you're kind of tussling with this guy. So let's, let's see if you can land a hit on him. Okay. I'm just, unless unless you want to try something else. No, I'm going to just do a normal. Is the other guy done? The other guy's done. Yeah. I'll just do a normal one. Four. (laughs) It's not going to do it. You can do your bonus attack. 20. Okay. Well, that's a crit. Um, 
Wow. Um, you did 14 damage with your hit. <laughs> How do I do more with that than with my flourish? Because it, was, it was a crit. Oh, that's yeah, true. Crits that's do true. max damage with one, at least one die. Oh, so. okay. And then Waterfall does um, nine. So this guy's dead. Okay. Um, so yeah, he, you tussle them. Um, and I guess like while you're kind of facing off each other in this staircase, um, how, do you, how do you finish this guy off? I, uh, I go, this is Capital University. And then I kick him down the stairs. Oh, nice. And I think uh, the other, same as before, he kind of lands and he's like, I'm still invisible. And then like <laughs> yeah. his helmet cracks inward, but he was kind of like kneeling. So what happens is like he, he gets to the landing. He's kind of kneeling, facing up, and then you just see his helmet crash inwards. And he slams <laughs> against the, the wall. And right. at this point, um, Waterfall's invisibility wears off because he has taken two actions and one is enough to break invisibility. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, that was pretty cool, but I think, I think we better get up there, Ren. Yeah, I think they're going to be pretty mad. Yeah. Um, you make your way up the stairs into the next uh, chamber. You see that this is a large sort of open plan office with like cubicle walls uh, made of like what looks to be a thin light brown wood. Okay. Um, from where you are, you can see that there are directly in front of you is sort of an administration desk where you don't see anyone working and actually you don't really hear the sounds of people Clickety-clack on no, their keyboards. No, definitely not. I mean, there are Arcanist consoles up here. Yeah. It looks like they were doing some real work up here. But um, you don't hear anybody. What do you do? My, do I see anything with detect magic still on? Just that thing that was above it's you. It's still up. Yeah. I guess um, you can make the argument that, like, some of the equipment on the soldiers was magical in nature, but nothing, like, I don't know how to say this, mundane magic. Yeah. Looking, like, nothing in Basic bitch shit. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. It. Um, I guess just look for a way up to keep going upstairs. Okay. Um, looking through this office area, you think you hear something. <gasps> you kind of feel like you hear something behind you, um, as you're kind of passing through the different cubicles, trying to find your way through. Um, cause there seems to be like a sheer, a wall somewhere in here. That's kind of like splitting the room in kind of half basically. Yeah. Um, go ahead and make a perception check to see if you kind of locate like what that is. <laughs> Four. Uh, I don't know what my perception is. You are looking at, um, you're kind of just walking by a desk um, mm -mm. and you look down for a split second and you see some, you see like an office worker. It's just a small, like um, just a small dwarven woman. Hey. Um, she's kind of got her hands around her mouth and it looks like she's been like crying and she, she sees you and she kind of like yelps in fear. Are you okay? And she's like, and she points behind you. Uh, and then, uh, Ren, uh, make a uh, dexterity saving throw with disadvantage. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> 20. Okay, you're in the game. <laughs> 10. Uh, okay, so I had 18 on the second one. So it was a 28 and an 18. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I'll say that I'll just do it. Um, <laughs> you, you do quickly duck, and what you see is... Um, <sighs> A very lithe looking um, one of those Nebony soldiers in like their their black armor. But this one looks like it's a boss, not necessarily a boss, more like um, like a ninja. Oh, shit. Is the best way to describe it. Sneaky. Um, they there was it kind of was leaping over your head and it cr it like slammed into the the wall of the cubicle, which just like tipped instantly and like crash in the one next to it. Is the gnome okay? Yeah, uh, the dwarf woman's fine. Dwarf. She, she kind of crawls out away from you and okay, she's kind it. of like scrambling. Um, 
and this guy turns to look at you and notices waterfall, and then he pulls out two um, tonfas, oh. basically like uh, you know, billy clubs, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he moves to strike you. Whoa, whoa! Why so serious? Um, I won't roll initiative yet. Go ahead and and what do you want to do? This guy's coming at you. He's coming at me. I'm going to throw at him a dissonant whispers. Oh, shit. At a level four. Oh, shit. That's a lot of damage. That's all. I've just, look, I've tried to get to the boss battle. I hear you. Wowzer Bowsers. Okay. This is is instant. This is like, okay, wait, three, (laughs) four, five, six. Give me your worst. <laughs> okay, um, so that was 18 damage, and he has to run away from you. Yeah. Um, Goodbye. Yeah, that's uh, that's definitely, yeah, he did not pass his save. So um, he, um, gosh. Yeah, so, okay, so you see, like, within his helmet, this kind of surge of blue energy. Uh, and he, as he's running, he brings his tonfas to his ears. Um, and he immediately starts to like run from you as, uh, <laughs> as quickly as he can. Like he just, he kind of like backflips away, um, <laughs> instinctively. Yeah. Um, and you hear him land somewhere, yeah. uh, but you're not quite sure where, cause he landed more into the sea of, uh, of cubicles. Okay. What does waterfall do? Waterfall. He, he basically watched this, ha- this, this happened in like. 10 seconds. This is a 10 second interaction of ninja shows up is about to strike you. You cast a very powerful spell on it and he jumps away. Um, What waterfall does is he, you see him pull out his rapier and quickly stab it to his side. Um, And he stabs another ninja who was another one. Yeah. Who who you guys didn't see. Um, He does eight damage to it. And um, is now like struggling with it. Like what happened was like it blocked the strike and got struck, and now waterfall is tussling with a ninja, oh, God. which is pretty cool. That looks pretty sick. It looks great. Yeah. Um. So there's at least one more that you're dealing with, and the one that you spooked away. Um. What do so you? So there's two. There's at least two. I'm gonna just attack the guy that waterfall's fighting. Just okay. normal. Yeah. Go ahead and min roll to attack. Seven. Okay. 15. You managed to strike him with that 15. Uh, so let's see how much damage you do. Uh, five damage. And then waterfall gets to hit as well because you did that. So you guys do another 12 damage. Not this bad. guy's, this guy's dispatched. Okay. Um, how do you finish this one off? How do I finish this one off? Yeah. Uh, I just whip around to cut him real quick and I go, leave him alone. Nice. <laughs> like that guy with Britney Spears. Yeah, no, I, like, okay. Yeah, that's her before the kill. Yeah, yeah. You slash him real good. It gets through his guard like it slices his tonfas in half. Oh, shit. Um, and that gives Waterfall time to be like, not invisible, and then he punches <laughs> the helmet. And this one actually isn't like a, a fiberglass helmet or whatever. It's just like leather. leather. So you just punch this guy super 
super hard. <laughs> you just see like I immediately tons of blood. We pounded out. There's blood on your fist now. Oh shit. Yeah, he really punched this guy. It is at this time, Ren, that you see you hear like the sound of something snapping and you see like you basically hear the sound of things crashing into one another. Okay. It sounds like it's getting closer to you. What do you do? Is it behind me? Is it in the room? It's in the room for sure. And it sounds like it actually might be like in front of you. Like if you were going into this space, like you walked into from, imagine like you walked into the room with all the cubicles. It's coming from like whatever direction it was when you were walking in. Like, what but it's shorter than the cubicles, So I can't see it. Uh, yeah. Okay. But it definitely sounds like something's crashing. I'm going to jump up on a desk to see if I could see what's crashing or what it is. You hop up on a desk (laughs) just in time to see that someone has like broken whatever was making these cubicles stand straight up and like shoved one over and was now doing what was essentially like a pretty elaborate domino effect. Oh, shit. Um, to, try okay. to, to try to shove over these walls to kind of impede your progress. Um, and as you get up there, you see that there are two more of those um, ninja soldiers. One of them has a, a crossbow. Okay. And the other one has what looks to be like a longbow. And they are taking aim at you now that you are taller than these oh, uh, no. crashing desks. What do you want to do? Um, okay. Can I, where's the little, is the, the dwarf is like away now. She's gone. She yeah. We'll say hurt. that she kind of crawled away, um, to kind of just like be elsewhere. Okay. Um, although, I mean, you haven't taken a peek at her in a while. We're assuming she's crawled away. Safely. Can I just take real quick inventory to make sure she's not, a, cause I want to use that new AOE to try and get both of these guys down. Uh, yeah. But I don't want to hurt her in the process. Let me. Since apparently in this game, friendly targets can be hurt from AOE attacks. Playing on hard mode. Um, <laughs> you actually see that she is, um, she isn't like by those guys. She is kind of like hiding behind a, a wall. You kind okay. of catch sight of her nearby and you notice that like, just given how these cubicle walls are sort of dominoing, yeah. um, one's going to land on her. By the way, if anyone wants to one's send me a message, land. if anyone wants to send me a message that this isn't how cubicles fall, back off. This is <laughs> entertaining. Um, so um, yeah, she's she's kind of hiding. One's going to land on her. Okay, and she doesn't, I think she's kind of just too scared to want to move. Waterfall, go go get that little dwarf out of here so she doesn't get crushed. All right, and he starts charging over there. Not invisible. Not invisible. <laughs> And what are you going to do? I'm going to use my Nike shoes and jump. You do have one more charge of those. Towards okay. the guys. All right, yeah. Make an acrobatics check with advantage. Okay. Uh, skills. I don't know what my acrobatics is. 17. That's 25. 13. That's a 20. It's actually, it's that's worse. Um, but, uh, <laughs> so you did, I got a, tw- a solid 25 on this roll. Okay. You leap towards the two who are like, they have now caught sight that you are moving towards them and and not as impeded as they had hoped. And each one is going to now try to shoot you. The one with the crossbow fires. Dodge. Uncannily. Unfortunately, no. And that's that would be Jeff's move. And if Jeff was I here, I would have a conversation with him about that's not when you use uncanny dodge. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> Ren, you have been struck. Uh, ah. 
yeah, it's going to do to you. The, the crossbow bolt flies right past you, and you narrowly avoid it, like, actually piercing something important. Um, you take eight damage okay. from that. So um, 50. 58? No, 54. 54. 54. Um, And then the longbow is fired. Oh, that can't hit me. A longbow? That shit takes too long to cock to get ready. (laughs) Well, this one is sort of interesting. You see that as he is firing it, um, the string for a second glows um, (gasps) green. Oh, no. And the arrow shoots forward, and this as well gets you. And this is a little bit more... um, A little bit more oomph. A little more oomph behind it. You take another six points of damage, but this bolt actually hits you in like the shin. Oh shit! You're wearing shit. like you're wearing like armor. Yeah, like you're you're armored. Like yeah. not, I didn't send you. You did not. You put on enough spy shit in your <laughs> montage that I can justify this. It knocked you like off your trajectory as you were leaping, and you kind of are landed on like the many slats of uh cubicles. Cubicles. Um, the and it is now um your turn. Um, well, since they're out of the way, now I'm going to cast a synaptic static. Okay. At a fifth level. I think that's the only level I can cast it I at. think so, too. But it's still impressive to say the spell level. Yeah. Everyone likes that. It's a, it's a huge hit. I'm all, I want to cast cat nap at, at a, a fifth, fifth level. level. I'm going to nap so fucking hard. <laughs> uh, psychic I'm get energy. my ancestors' spell slots back. <laughs> You choose a point within range, cause a psychic energy to explode there. Each creature in a 20-foot radius sphere centered on that point must make an intelligent saving throw. I wonder how smart ninjas are. I don't know. These are the questions you ask when you play Dungeons & Dragons. (laughs) How smart are ninjas? Oh, not not Not, great. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, Very bad. Hell yeah. Um, 8d6, please. (laughs) Let me just... uh, Okay. Um, oh, you grabbed your headphones, Jojo, so I must have done some serious damage. <laughs> I'm going to just read to you all the different um, scenarios. Yeah, my attacks you did, are like you no did joke. 41. To both? To both. Good night, Moon. Um, that is, okay, and it was a 20-foot cube centered on a point by them. I'm going to make the argument that it hits some people on the floor above. That's so much damage. <laughs> you you basically create a psychic like storm. What, yeah. is, what does it look like when you cast the spell? Well, okay, so I got fucked up from the arrows, right? Yeah. So I'm laying on a pile of just broken cubicles, cubicles <laughs> office equipment, and staplers. And I'm so angry yeah. that when I open my eyes back up, yeah. they're all purple and staticky. Okay. And then I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I can't think of anything cool. I mean, just opening the eyes like purple and staticky. And then it just happens. Purple is definitely the color in our world that we associate with like overwhelming power. Yeah, um, I like the I like the look of a purple spell. Yeah. So you you do this and like right by those guys, there's like this. Um, it looks like a lightning bolt emerges out of nowhere and kind of you know how like you see those. Uh, those little things you put your hand on at the start of the X-Files opening. So it's one of those, but like it's inside of them inside. Well, not inside of them. It's like right by them, but it extends outward tremendously. And like it damages the floor. Those guys are down. Don't even worry about that. The guy's above too? So what happens is (laughs) the psychic energy that you have uh, released is so powerful 
because uh, it's a 41. That's a lot of damage. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It like burns through the ceiling like acid. Oh shit. It just kind of melts the ceiling. Like you see like the, like it's not even like dust and like, like stuff melts away from it. And then you see like three more guards fall and like land and get struck as well. Yeah. And then I go, Oh shit. That was, that was (laughs) a big one. That was a big one. (laughs) And then, uh, and then you see a waterfall. (laughs) You have solved my office room puzzle with that spell. Oh good. (laughs) And I can't cast it again. No. But that was, I mean, hey, that was worth it. You yeah. killed five guys. <laughs> um, you look over at uh, at Waterfall. And, and I he's, go, eh? And he's, he is not paying attention because he was kind of like, you see he's talking to the dwarf lady and he, you see him kind of quietly say something and she like giggles. Oh, he's over there macking. Yeah, and he okay. looks over and he's like, oh, hey, Ren. Did you miss what just happened? Miss what? You mean meeting the new love of my life? Uh, this is Belindra. And she's like, hi. Okay. You know what? Let's let's get upstairs. Nice oh, to meet right. you. Nice to meet you. But we, we got stuff to do. Oh, yeah. I get you. I'll, I'll call you. Oh, God. It's just going, I'll beep, beep. I'll beep, beep. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> two, of you, two of you make your way across. I did not think you were going to drop the synaptic storm. They just blow up the room. I'm sorry. I like to use my most powerful spells. Yeah, no, it's just nuke. <laughs> it was Just so you know the rolls. The, the individual dice, five, four, five, five, six, four, and then two more sixes. Oh, so it was, it was like, it was a lot of damage. Yeah. It was almost as good as it could possibly be. <laughs> um, Oh, those are D6s too, huh? Yeah. Oh, shit. So you've made your way through um, this office. As you as you walk by where those guards are defeated, this kind of laying there, uh, like not moving. Can I loot them? Uh, yeah, you can loot them. Just pick in their pockets. Uh, they have like, um, we'll say that from this stuff you can gather maybe like one assets worth of goods, okay. um, like various bits of like Nebanese currency and whatever trinkets they have that seem valuable. Okay. Probably one of them had like a nice bracelet. I'll take the bracelet for my girlfriend. Let's uh, go. And then one of, then <laughs> as you take the bracelet, it's like, my wife got me that. And then I kick him. Oh, that's <laughs> what I get for being a villain. <laughs> <laughs> Detect magic is still on. Um, you kind of glance up and you still see that pinkish china ball pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, but this time it's like way bigger. So you can tell you're closer and actually looking up when you kind of like, you know, try not to proceed with the detect magic. Um, you see that the second floor um, has been tremendously damaged by your spell, but you can still make your way up there like okay. from here. Like you can actually climb up. Let's go. All the damage you've done. Um, as you climb up to the top, you see that this higher floor was more of a storage area. And that's the first thing you kind of get accosted with is this thick smell of dust that's kind of wafting through. Sick. Um, and you see uh, in the, in the room, um, kind of with his back turned to you, you see that figure with the long cloak and it looks like he's working at some kind of console. Okay. What do I need to do? What do I want to do? What do you want to do? You and you and waterfall have climbed your way to the third floor of this administration Oof. building. Just kind of fought your way through the top, like in Die Hard. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, is this Alan Rickman? Just yeah, this is, hanging this is out. Alan Rickman hanging out. You didn't have shoes this whole adventure. This whole where you. did my shoes go? I don't know. I you, took, him, you took I them took off. Them off. When you got to the top floor. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's a good movie. It is. Uh, it now Ren knows the TV titter. <laughs> Can I like survey the scene? Is there a way I could see yeah, what he's yeah. doing? Yeah, I'll say that like the, the, the first thing that happened when you climbed up is you just, you saw him. Okay. Um. So we'll say, take a quick, um, let's, let's, uh, let's read the situation. How okay. about Do I need to roll? Uh, yeah. Make a perception check. 
five. That's uh, not what we needed it to be. Let me um, pull up my little... Let's pause, erase, and do it again. (laughs) Well... Yeah, I I mean I would love to, but them's oh oh shucks, them's the breaks. You oh. know what? <laughs> uh okay. What's the best way in or out? What's the biggest threat? What's the danger I haven't noticed? How can I take the advantage? What seems out of place or concealed? What happened or was going to happen? What is the best way to help others? You um were reading the situation. You I'm gonna say that was um perception, so you can hold two. Two? Yeah. I'm going to be stupid. Can you read that again? What's the best way in or out? Okay, not What's the that. biggest threat? Mm. What's the danger I haven't noticed? That. I, okay. <laughs> I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> so here's a danger you haven't noticed. Um, the console that he's working on, you can see that like the detect magic is showing you this. You can see like cables passing from um, that console all the way around out of sight, out of uh, line of sight, I should say. And then you can see that they are ending at this um, glowing mass that was above you and as you look up your your eyes kind of adjust again and you can see what this shape is it's some kind of arcane device it looks like a big like like a big like fallout bomb you know like (laughs) fallout like how their bombs look where they're big Big, and like kind of kind of roundy and metal kind of like that um floating in space um with some kind of like maybe levitation spell or something it just seems to be kind of hanging there Um, but you can definitely see the cables are running to it and the thing that you see on it is is glowing in a way that if you were to see this in person, you would go, there's something wrong with this. It's like enchanted or something. Yeah. Or imbued with some kind of... I think the tech magic is sort of showing like it's it's pulsing in this semi-regular rhythm, like purple with kind of a red every once in a while, but it's like... The rhythm is irregular. Okay. So to your to like your magic brain, that's like that seems off. If it was running right, it would like magic likes to sort of be symmetrical in our world. Yeah. So if it was running right, it would it wouldn't do that. It wouldn't be pulsating. No. So and that's what you've noticed. Like this console is that he's working on is affecting this bomb, which is dangerous. You knew that, but it's also dangerous. It's just unstable. Yeah. Um, so that's something you didn't notice. Um, you have one more thing that you can uh, you can choose. What's the best uh, way in or out? What's the biggest threat? How can I take advantage? That one. How can I take the advantage? His back is turned. Um, so that's for sure. Like he almost certainly heard that kerplosion, um, but his back is turned right now. Um, the other thing, though, is like just the law of of averages like defeating him probably won't like make the danger of the situation go down given what you just figured out with the first your first where which way are the cables running for the the console the cables are running along the floor and then you can't see like they run into the wall maybe and then you know however they're ending at this bomb yeah they're in the wall somewhere Um, i think if you kind of like glance you might be able to like if you wanted to kind of trace where they were they're um, not in range of me. Not right now, no. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if like fucking up the wires like I did before would help. Probably, right? Seems possible. Seems possible. Although you remember what happened when you broke the wires before. It, it, it still it did, exploded. It, it still had an explosion, but it was definitely not like what it was going to be. Is Waterfall tech savvy? He has to be because he's a trained spy. He's got to yeah. know something about so, um, So you, yeah, Waterfall's up there with you. He's also taking a, a, a assessment of the situation. You can ask Waterfall like... Listen, something. if I go after this guy, are you going to be able to get on that console and kind of figure out how to... Shut this thing off. And then he goes like, that would be pretty cool. 
It would be cool, but can you do it? And you can see, like, you, you can see he really is trying to think if he could deactivate the gears this are turning. thing. And he's like, Ren, I have a pretty good feeling that if I can't, it really won't matter one way or the other. Okay. <laughs> well, you got your beep beep. You could always, like, hit yeah, a recon. Miss, yeah, well, uh, I mean, I'll wait for your cue and I'll run to the console. All right. I'm going to, now I'm going to do a slashing flourish at this guy. <laughs> All his back no is words, turned. nothing. Nothing. Okay. Um, I'm not going to charge you the bardic inspiration dice for this. So you get up there. This oh. would have been a, a perfect strike. But um, what happens is as you get closer, because you read the situation. He had time to be like, oh, no, 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 no. Me. I think as you get closer, like you, once you get into range, your detect magic, like basically pings you like, hey, by the way, um, this is, this is an illusion. Oh, shit. Um, so you can make a, a, uh, a dexterity saving throw with advantage. Nine. That's good. Ten. Oh, that's very good. <laughs> you immediately turn and block. Um, <sighs> he was coming at you from basically he was like out of sight waiting for you to get closer. And he came at you with like a comma, which is like a, it's like a miniature scythe. Oh, okay. He, you block that. And now the two of you are kind of like tussling with each other. Um, now that you're kind of in this space he was in, you see that it was sort of the corner of the clock tower. Um, mm -hmm. It seems like the machinery that the clock was, was is gone. <laughs> That's what the bomb is now. Oh, shoot. Okay. Uh, he was kind of posted up in the corner of this area. You can see that where the console is to the right of it are a couple of like large windows that are facing out to like the side of the building. Um, there's also some a couple of tables closer to like the area that you came from. Um, what do you want to do? What's Waterfall doing? Waterfall is, is running for the console. Okay, I'm now I'll do an attack on him. Okay, slashing flourish? Yes. Okay, go ahead. 17. Okay. And a two for the Bardic Inspiration. Okay. So you do 10 damage to him. Um, it's a pretty pretty solid strike. Do you want to st stab him again? Yeah. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> Seven. Seven. Okay. Um, that is also going to do it. You do 10 damage. Hell yeah. You've, you've done like <laughs> 22 now. Okay. 21, 22. <laughs> Quickly slashing back and forth. Um, and finally he's like, enough of this. Okay. And he like, he brings out um, something from his coat. Ooh, um, a flasher. Well, not that. Much. I know. <laughs> so mature. Kidding. He pulls out a small um, silver orb and he presses a button on no. it. And you see this wave come out toward you. Ooh. Um, make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Five. With, uh, I don't know what my dex is. Let me look. It was uh, 13. Is it total. 13? Yeah. Okay. Um, is that just gonna do it? No, unfortunately. Okay. Damn it. Um, you're struck with like this wave of force. Um, it it does um it does 13 points of damage to you. Ow. And it also knocks you back. You're at 41 health now. It knocks you back um out the window. Um, which is where our primary mo most of this damage occurred. Um, so you're knocked out of the window onto like, so the, it was falling? like a sheer drop. It was like a balcony. Oh, okay. Um, so now you've landed on kind of this small stone balcony. He has run out after you with the comma, and now he's going to try to strike you with it. Okay. Well, I, I hate to say he was successful, but lo and behold, here we are. <laughs> um, he gets you for five damage. Wow. That, so you are now at... 36. 
You're at 36 health. Um, what That's do you want to do? Um, I'm gonna Basically, he, 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 he blasted you out the window, and he was coming up with the comic to kind of, like, finish the job, and you blocked at the last second, but not. But it did that thing, like, he was going for your head and did the thing where, like, you blocked it just enough that it didn't cut you a lot, but you got, like, the scratch. Okay. You know what I mean? I, I'm going to do Dissonant Whispers again. Okay. Fourth level. Okay. Let's see. I don't. I was gonna be. The, there's no way I can see what their stats are. So I no, don't know. no. But that's. I mean, like you've done 20 damage. So that's pretty good. So um, another 20 damage. <laughs> uh, let, let's see if he can resist it. He can't. <laughs> he did. No, he didn't. Oh, good. So he took another 20 damage. He's going to have to. I didn't anticipate your uh, psychic. Prowess. Basically, your psychic abilities, yeah. essentially. I'm it, like a psychic Pokemon. Kind of. Or maybe maybe it's like as a bard, dissonant whispers just makes him feel like so emotionally bad he freaks out. But he's I'm, very I'm terrified. Too. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> he he kind of grabs his ears and he starts like running like back, back away, in. back towards the room. And you see that Waterfall is is on the console. Um, but he's definitely like running from you now, um, this this fellow. Um, you've done 40, about 41 damage to him. What do you want to do? Um, and he's running away. Yes. So I'm on the offensive. You are technically on the offensive now. I guess I'll do, what do I have left? I can't, sh dare I do another, my last dissonant whispers? You might. You might. I'll do it. No, okay. Fourth level. All right. Let's Good night. One mo again. <laughs> we'll see. Okay. Um, I'm going to see if... Okay. It did not recover. <laughs> oh, yeah. It, man. This <laughs> dice tower likes players. <laughs> you do another 20 damage. He's now bloodied, and now he's running so far, like, the, the, the psychic energy was so intense, like, um, he runs towards the big pit and leaps down. Yeah. Um, and you don't know where, where he is now, but um, you see Waterfall is working on the console as quickly as he can, uh, and he's like, Ren, I think I got it, and then okay. he presses one more button, and you see, like, that big uh that big shape the the bomb thing you hear it kind of start to buzz and hum and he's like uh i thought i had it oh Wait jesus uh, ren what do you want to do uh, i guess look at the console and see if maybe i can solve the mystery of how to stop it uh you run to the console and look over waterfall's shoulder make an arcana check Three bardic inspiration. That's the I only, yeah. I mean, one like, left. Go ahead. I don't even. Will that even help? It might. <laughs> one. It didn't help. Flask. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It reverses everything. So don't so, I get my inspiration back? Okay. Let me. Um. What do we call this thing? The flask of. Oh, uh, it's like the flask of like the recent. Redo. Past. Yeah. The flask like of that. the recent past. Yeah, Basically, yeah. Ren got an item from um, Oslo Notchbrow, Live Barbarian's book fair that allows her to. Um, once per day, basically, or once per adventure, uh, she downs this flask and she can redo something she d just did with advantage. Yeah. No matter what it was. The side effect, though, is you will be completely drunk after you do this. <laughs> yeah. So go ahead and you you quickly pull out the flask and you're like, wait, Ren, underage drinking is no, a problem. No, we don't have time for that. <laughs> Chuck. I could have. Oh, well. <laughs> you could have done yeah, it. Yeah, you could have done it. Um, oh, yeah. shit. Well, Too late. Go ahead and roll. 
<laughs> 19. Okay. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, you don't yeah, need to roll again. Yeah. That'll do it. Um, that'll do it. Yeah, because that, that's a 24. So, um, <laughs> Ren, you drink this flask of, uh, of like basically like liquid time. I'm always smarter when I'm drunk. Yep, that's what happens essentially. So, here's <laughs> the experience of drinking. I don't know, like, other than the Diet Coke, you guys don't really drink that many potions. Um, so, here's what this one does the moment you drink this potion, you immediately get like a feeling of deja vu that's very powerful. Whoa. It's powerful in a way that's like you actually sort of, the only way to say it is like you disassociate with what's happening yeah. to you right now. And it's kind of like you can see all the possible things you can do to this console, like over like thousands of them. Like instantly in your, like you have the memory of doing thousands of different things to this console over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And then finally your brain is able to lock in on the one that will stop it. Okay. Um, so you kind of instinctively put your hand out, <laughs> grab a lever, pull it, and then yeah. you press a button and then you see like the bomb over in the corner. It kind of like, it stops like buzzing. And then the top of it short sort of unhinges and it just kind of falls and makes a dull sound as it lands on the floor beneath. Yeah. And then um, Waterfall's like, Ren, good job. Hell yeah, brah. Oh man, it's going to be tough to get that bomb uh. out of the second floor. And then you hear a loud, 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 oh, loud crashing sound. Huh? And uh, you know that the bomb has fallen into the uh, into the lobby. I guess it won't be that hard then. I'm oh, trying to act friend, drunk. you're drunk. <laughs> I'm so wasted. <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> you have <d> you have <laughs> solved my bomb puzzle. Yeah, we. <laughs> We, we, the audience, see a flash cut to, or a smash cut to the speech happening where basically the, the burster was giving their speech about, so the thing about being a capital university is we look for the best of, as he's about to say that, like, yeah, the, he sees the administration building essentially explode oh God. as this bomb kind of falls through it and lands on the ground and is all blowed up. So it explodes? No, 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 it doesn't explode. Oh, like, okay, like, okay. like it's all destroyed and stuff. Because yeah. Of, basically a boulder fell through. It, oh, okay. Which is great. Yeah, cowboy's all. He's got to wear his cone. Up. Yeah. It's uh. Th this is this is where we get into the fun montage ending component of our I, of our adventure. I just want to be like drunk and then give Dell the bracelet. He <laughs> Yeah. So you get a, like um, he has to um, you and waterfall walk all the way back down to the ground level and back out into the quad area. Mm -hmm. Um, when you get there. The campus police are all over you and Waterfall. Hey, 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 buy me a drink first. <laughs> yeah, you are absolutely trash. Like, don't listen to her. She's had a one too many. Um, <laughs> the, uh, the, the pair of you are, like, quickly accosted, but it doesn't take long for um, Waterfall to kind of reach into his coat and pull out, like, a, what looks like a badge mm -hmm. um, with, a, with, like, a, the symbol that, if you were sober, would know, like, that's the... That's like the Nebanese like royal seal. Mm -hmm. um, and he holds it up and he's kind of like, you can hear him kind of saying something very official sounding. Yeah. In like a voice that doesn't sound like his. Yeah. What? Uh, and then finally, like, um, you're, you're kind of out of it. I'm just like, I hold up. What do I have in my pocket? Like I hold up something. You hold, like up, the, you hold up the bracelet. And I'm like, eee. 
Yeah, which to which um, Dell finally like like the last thing you kind of see before you pass out from being trash, or I guess like you're still conscious, but like you're not gonna remember this. Yeah, before I hit blackout. Before you hit blackout levels of using magic, um, you see uh, Dell kind of be like like saying like Ren, Ren, what happened? Ren, I got you this. She's like, thanks. And then I pass out. <laughs> and then you pass out. Yeah. <laughs> sort of the, at the ending of an action movie where you're kind of sitting at the edge of like, you know, an ambulance with a shock blanket over you. Yeah. Um, someone had, uh. you're, you're still trashed. And one of the paramedics is like, take, take, take this, take this. No. He's giving you a small, just take Yucky. it. Just, just take it. Ew. And then Daniel's like, you should take it too. How are you feeling? Uh. <laughs> Why are you take it? Um, <laughs> no, he doesn't. Um, but he doesn't. he's like, well, this is spouse's tears. It'll make you stop being drunk. So I'll just leave it right okay. there. And he gets up and uh, the paramedic gets up and walks away. And then I take it. Yeah, then you're fine. <laughs> okay. That's Ooh. something I, I seeded in uh, in Jeff's adventure that he didn't take advantage of. <laughs> but now someone got to use it. Yeah. So that's great. It, it Basically, it breaks the effects of potions. Oh, nice. Which means that the, and, and because of the rules, now you didn't actually solve the bomb and it goes off. No! The campus police like quickly saw like what happened in the admin building and saw like, oh shit, there could have been a real problem in here. Yeah. They also couldn't find links. They don't know what happened to him. Oh no. I know. Fuck. That's what happens when you dissonant whisper someone twice. They just kind of run away. <laughs> he's just living crazy somewhere. He's just, he's just out there, but yeah. you don't know where he went. <laughs> Daniel is uh, is given uh, you know Mylanta fantasy Mylanta Mylanta as we call it um, to kind of settle his stomach um, and finally there's kind of like a quiet moment as like you know they're cordoning off what's left of the administration building and uh, Dell's like how was the tour it was pretty wild <laughs> did you get to see any cool stuff I mean yeah I did I think you know I think this is a real thing that I could do after after uh, Spring Willow. And she sits down next to you and she's like, mm, tell me what you saw. You don't have uh, to. We can, this can just be like I'm this like, little fade oh, out scene. It's a long story. And, and, then, then, she, and then you <laughs> hand you hand her a link to the rules we made episode yeah. <laughs> yeah. 67. <laughs> um, this would be the part where it says like, Ren will return in the, <laughs> in the, <laughs> in the next, next arc. <laughs> Yeah, it starts um, to black out and then it opens back up for me to kiss her on the cheek and then it blacks out. Yeah, now. exactly. Does she like her bracelet? Uh, I think she really does like it. Cool. Which we can retcon that you will that you will remember she didn't have the bracelet during that one scene. Okay. Yeah. Um, or did she? We don't know. <gasps> Basically, after you're recovered, after Dell's recovered, after Mrs. O profusely apologizes... Um, and, and waterfall, um, basically has, gives you a nice, a, a, a nice goodbye. Yeah. And he's like, and he walks off with his dwarf lady. Yeah. He's like, he's like, you did real good today. Did I, did I, I think you missed most of it. Uh, this from the person who was drunk by the end. Okay. You're right. That's right. This is so us. This is so us. <laughs> and then he, he gives you a big hug and he's like, I don't have anything else to teach you, Ren. What? Yeah, you did it. You that think was, so? That was some real spy shit. 
You did yeah. good. Okay, thanks. Keep the music in you. Hell yeah. It's always right here. Always right there. Heart a tap. That's, that's right. <laughs> that's, and we and also in our game tap. <laughs> I forgot it's an audio medium. Yeah. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. O and, and Del are, are like, they're, they're motioning to go back to the, the train station. They're taking another like overnight express back to back to Spring Willow. Yeah. <laughs> this was only a one day trip. This was just one day? Yeah. Fuck. It's, right. That's the beauty of mass transit. You can do <laughs> shit like this. You stop off at the gift shop. What do you want to pick up as gifts for everybody? Yeah, I got to get I gotta get uh, salt and hemlock something. What are you, what, what you going to get them? Oh, I'm, I think I'm going to get salt, a nice keychain. Okay. What's the keychain say? It says it's just like Capital University. And then it, it's like a, one of those circle ones that you can spin it. <laughs> So on the front, it's got, what's the, did we say what the, the bumblebee? Yeah, the bumblebee. And then on the back, it's just got like the, the clock tower. In oh, there. that's nice. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure she'll get a kick out of that. Yeah. Um, I don't know that we've ever established that salt needs keys because she can blow up doors. But, yeah. Um, what do you get? What do you get? Uh, Hemlock. Hemlock, you're getting a gift. You're getting a gift. Um, I'm going to get him the same keychain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting them both keychains. My friends are worth keychains. <laughs> As you're walking back to the train, you notice that Dell was very relieved to see you and everything was okay, after, especially after she was like relieved to hear about all the fun times you had, like walking around the university. And then finally she's like, uh, so um, the reason we came here was um, to find out about our... The dude. And I think I found something what'd you find she pulls out uh, a book mm -hmm. a fairly large um ornate is the word that you would use an ornate looking book almost like it's not meant to be read regularly did you steal this she's like i wouldn't say that very loudly but if you'll notice it doesn't have that little envelope thing in the front cover okay um, <laughs> so she hot. hands it to you and she's like a lot of the books i was looking up for this this person they Reference this one and it just so happened there was a copy here so I got it and you notice that there's a couple of different annotations like there's a little like post-it notes that she was able to kind of get through in her time not completely and she's like I kind of marked the important spots but um Ren I think we're in a lot of trouble oh do tell and then so that, then she kind of like starts telling you about it and then basically we cut to uh Ren you were on the train this is what I would imagine would happen. It is it is a dense book, but Dell has made a lot of very careful notes and kind of like ways to kind of break things down. Mm. You are learning about this this being and like what you're finding out is pretty like pretty spooky. And as you're kind of reading through it, like you're sort of basically parsing this information out with your experiences thus far, you notice that like you it's like the it's a night train. It's traveling yeah. back to Spring Willow at night. Um, the train car is sort of dark aside from where you are. You kind of had a re have a reading lamp open. Dell and Mrs. O are sitting next to each other on like the, the space next nearby. Daniel's in the bathroom. Da I think Daniel probably fully recovered. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And you actually got like a seat that's sort of in the front of the, uh, basically the front of the row. So like there's actually kind of a relatively large space in front of you. Um, and it's sort of shadowed. Um, and next to that is like, you know, the door to the next car and you're looking down at the book and then you, you kind of like rub your eyes for a second 
And then you look up, basically like the moonlight is casting into this uh, train car um, and it's casting down onto a boot, boot that looks like it's made out of chitin, like some kind of like organic yet metal material. Mm -hmm. And as you were glancing up, you realize that you are sitting in front of this being. You were Uh, were sitting in front of the The guy I'm reading about? Yeah, he's kind of standing there. And I think maybe, Ren, you would probably react to this like, I'm probably imagining this because what I'm thinking about. But as you look away, it does that same strange effect that you saw the first time where when when it's your peripheral vision, he seems much larger and much more amorphous uh, than when you're looking straight at him. And he, it's kind of like you can tell he's looking right at you and right at the book that you're looking at. Mm. You hear him say in his very deep, low voice that I'll have to edit in to make it sound appropriate. I had thought I had destroyed this on every plane. Guess not. (laughs) (laughs) You missed the spot. (laughs) You can tell he pulls, pushes his hand out the the darkness and you can kind of see it. This big glove on it with like the Mm. fingertips end in points and the book rises out of your lap. No. Um, What do you do? I push it back down. If you have questions, I will answer them. Oh. Um, so you can hold, I mean, you can hold some from empathy. What does he want from me? Uh, like, what does he want you to do? Yeah. To which he, he says, I want entropy to remain unchained. Mm. I want you to forget our encounter and for you to continue along your set path. It seems like more than anything, what he wants is... It wants things to not exist. And that's not even like dying wouldn't even do it. Like he wants things to just not be. So the thing he wants is for for you to sort of like forget that he exists mm. and continue on like whatever your whatever your sort of path is. And that's kind of I, I guess like maybe you ask like you ask the chained one, like, what do you want from me? So that's one. Okay. You can hold, I can hold, I can say two more from empathy. Seduction. No, I'm just kidding. All right, that's a good one. You have to make an offer though. <laughs> that this I just would lift be into- up my, I show <laughs> my ankles. I think Ren wears pants. Yeah. So it's hard for me and there's skinny jeans. So it's hard. <laughs> what are the other things from empathy? How do they feel about something? Um, whatever that, that thing is. Um, what do they intend to do? What do they want me to do? What is something they want or need? Um, how do I get them to feel about something? Or um, are they hiding something from me? What's he hiding from me? Are, are, is he hiding something from me? Yeah. Um, basically, you know, the chained one is a nickname. Oh, yeah. I yeah. forgot what we said. Yeah. No, that's what we called him to make him. That's what, that's what Genuine told Salt to call him. And you just dogpiled. Um that's so one thing that they are he is for sure hiding is his is real what name. his actual name is. What's your name? Can I ask him? Yeah, so uh, yeah, you could say it do you say it in the goofy way yeah. or do you say it to like who are you really? Yeah. I feel like well, he doesn't really react to any kind of funniness. So I guess I would just be like, Who are you? Yeah. Really? Um, in here. In, in there, mm-hmm. deep down, he goes, um, uh, he says, I have been known by many names. Well, give me one. Let me get through this monologue. Okay, sorry. Many faces. <laughs> I have been known as the chain one, the ender, mm-hmm. 
His, his true name is Thar's Dune. And I will say that, Ren, that thought harms you in some way. Like, you don't like thinking it. Uh-huh. Knowing those syllables in that order, Thar's Dune, and associating it with this figure, it, it makes you feel like you're under some kind of stress. Okay. So that's that's something that you've solved now, like what this creature's actual name, name is. is. Um, you have one more from Empathy. One more? Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Um how's he feeling? Um hmm. If anything, I would say Ren, you would pick up that this being is frustrated. Hmm. Because his crop didn't work out here. Maybe. That's probably it. You do remember that is what he said. But he also seems like it's like you would know if he was frustrated with you specifically. Me specifically? Yes. Because, hmm. um, yeah, I mean, Ren's good at that. <clears throat> Ren's good at reading body language. I mean, granted, this thing is kind of like not a body. Yeah, <laughs> From what yeah. we can tell, it's some kind of weird glamour. Yeah. Because of her magical abilities related to performance and emotion would be able to know, like, if this thing was frustrated with her, you were able to get him to kind of, like, react saying the chain one that made sense to you like logically yeah it seems frustrated but not with you specifically it seems frustrated with like the situation that Mm -hmm. it finds itself in you're sort of aware of its presence oh so he wants to remain undetected yeah and he's and it's frustrating for for him you can't really like you're not sure why that would be frustrating exactly but that's sort of what you can just tell from like yeah it's it's sort of emotions and body language. So now you know how it's feeling. You know its true name. Good yeah. information. Yeah. Yeah. And what it wanted you to do more than anything was to like... Forget that he Forget exists. that it existed, which you don't know if that's possible. No, anymore. I can't forget you. Can't forget him. No. <laughs> Again, like he reaches out to like try to get the book. Um, no. Are you sure? No. Now I'm not sure. Not yeah. if you say that. Uh, you you feel like you've already read it. Like the information in this book you sort of have and Dell's taken notes. So okay. there's no like, I, I'm just going to say that like, you're not going to be punished for doing this. Okay. Um, yeah. So the, the, the chained one, he pulls the book to his, his hand, he pushes it up and he like opens it and he flips through it and he, um, you hear him audibly sigh. What's wrong? Um, and he says, For every truth in this book, there are two lies. Like he's actually studying it, like he's trying to read it. Yeah. Um, and he says, This one will be worthless. And he raises up his hand, and you see, like, you see, like, energy sort of like surging from his hand into the book in a way that like reminds you of when you would see conflict enter a person. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like this surging wave and it looks like there's a lot of it. Like it actually is kind of hard to look at. By the way, no one else notices this. Yeah, I'm like, just just tripping out on the... This is just a really fun thing for Ren to get to enjoy. This very spooky figure. (laughs) Um... The book that he's sort of looking at and like charging, like it starts to glow and like shudder, like under its own like power. Uh. Um, and then finally he shoves it back to you. 
He gives it back? He gives it back. And he says, I will grant you this tool, for in it you will find the truth, and you will know that there will be no victory for you on this or any cycle. And then he kind of like starts to step back. If you wish to surrender and avoid your fate, the instructions will be at the end. And the chained one, then you blink and he is gone. And he has given you something. A book. A book. Thanks. Well, (laughs) I'm just kidding. As you're looking through this book again, um, and this is will be the last thing we do. You can kind of decide what this is. You, this book is a powerful thing. Um, and actually, I don't know that Ren, you have ever. This is like. It's like a tomb. tomb. It basically, just gave you like an artifact weapon. Oh shit! Okay. Context, like in terms of the scale of yeah. power of objects. So borrowed gonna, power. Borrowed power. I hate borrowed power. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, but I mean, this is how we're doing it. This expansion. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> um, so, like the the cover is shifting between like a cover that's sort of reddish and has a picture of what looks to be like. You can only guess it's the look of a meteor moving down towards um, the ground. It's kind of like this. The cover of the book now is like made of wood. Like whatever he did to it kind of changed its composition. Um, But then the other way it looks is sort of like um, this kind of a light blue. It looks like scales. And then on the cover is kind of like this inlaid picture of like a uh, an hourglass. Um, And you know that one of the you can kind of select what form this artifact will take. And this is the kind of thing that you Emma get to pick for your character. Yeah. Um, This is a this is what's known as a codex. It is a very powerful magic item that allows you to essentially spend hit dice to get special effects. Okay. So the versions that you can get are the Kronos Codex or the Entropic Codex. The Kronos Codex will let you do the following. Once per month, you can summon a version of yourself from the future. It is experiencing one possible past and may not really like the situation it's in, but it will remain around for 1d4 plus 4 rounds. So for 5 rounds, you can essentially have two wrens oh, just kind sick. of running around causing trouble. Um, Is it a more powerful version of myself? Possibly. Because it's from the future. Okay. It might be more powerful than you. Um, it might also be less powerful than you because it's a version. It's a version of you from the future. Okay. And your your future is dependent on your present, so it always changes. Okay. Um, the next ability it has is what's called Nomad of the Timescape. You can spend hit dice to travel forward and backward 100 years. Jeez. Um, by the number of dice you spend. You can observe and interact with things, but not change them. And then any version of yourself you see during that time will not actually be you. It'll it'll be similar to like your, your future is based on your present. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I can pretty much go back or forward in time and learn something. If you so chose, yeah. Oh, shit. The next ability is called Jaunt. As a bonus action, you can choose a target and a number from one to six. If the target is willing, it is removed from the time stream and will reappear uh, at the end of the next round. Then basically the number of turns you rolled later. So basically you could say like, Hemlock, you feel like going on a Jaunt? And he says yes. You then roll a D6 and in... He basically disappears from the time stream for that many rounds. And then he just kind of like 
reappears. Um, and you can cast this on things that don't want to, and they okay. have to they have to make a DC seventeen wisdom saving throw to resist. So uh. basically, you can just be like, I don't want to deal with you for a while. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, and then finally, um, you have an ability called Blink of an Eye, which allows you to spend hit dice to gain extra um, turns in a row. Okay. So basically, you're like you take your turn and you spend a hit dice and you just take another turn. What's a hit dice? So you know how on a short rest you can spend hit dice to recover your health? Yeah. You spend those. Okay. Yeah, not permanently, but you spend those. Okay. Um, that's the that's the time codex, the Chronos codex. I, the other form it can take, which is the meteor form, is the entropic codex. Um, so here's what this lets you do. Uh, its first ability is called entropic brand. You strike an enemy, you leave a lingering mark of entropy upon them, you sacrifice a number of hit dice. Every subsequent turn, it will suffer damage equal to the amount it took every turn it's been branded. So it sounds confusing. Basically, like you you spend a hit die, you spend like three hit dice, right? And you brand something. When you strike it, it'll do, say, 10 damage. The next turn, you'll strike it again, it does five except it's also going to, again, take the damage it took the turn before. So uh. it'll take 15. Basically, every turn the damage ramps up until it dies or the hit dice, um, you, you're done spending the hit dice. Oh, so it's like, what's that cow Pokemon from gold? Roll out, and it's got roll out where yeah, the damage just keeps going? Yeah, yeah, it's okay. got roll out. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's a good to describe it. <laughs> um, you also gain the ability Wither. You gain the power to destroy functional objects. You can channel the power of entry into a moving or a moving or active non-living object you gain 1d10 hit points per minute you're in contact with the object a small or medium-sized object is fully destroyed after a minute large objects are destroyed after three minutes um, and also like you might get more hit points depending on what it is you destroy so basically any kind of like machine or tool you can you you can break by touching it okay the next ability you have is called Electron Purge. You can dramatically change the temperature of a location. As a bonus action, you can increase or decrease the local temperature by 10 degrees. <laughs> um, the environmental effects of extreme heat or cold will take effect out of the appropriate threshold. So you can just be like, I want it to be a desert right now. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and finally, you have an ability, or not finally, um, the Will of Janus. As an action, you can modify the perception of time and memory within a target. You spend a hit dice and roll a d10. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failure, the target's memories are made so sharp or dull they are incapable of clearly perceiving reality and will suffer disadvantage for all actions, move at half speed, and lose all skill or stat bonuses for however many turns you rolled. Yeah. So basically, it's like a super debuff. Okay. Um, the other thing is on a failure, they suffer this effect for half as long. So this is going to happen to them Either whether way. or not they succeed. Okay. Um, you just have to spend hit dice to do it. Um, and then finally, eternal cost. You must use the power wither once per day or you cannot recover sacrificed hit dice when resting. Okay. So by owning this book, if you use its power, you have to break something. Okay. I think I'm going to get the time one. Yeah, I'm already kind of like a badass with my fighting, yeah. but this is like a better advantage, I think. Um, you put your hand onto the codex, it's <sighs> shifting back and forth, and it <sighs> stops at the Kronos Codex. I cannot forget that I have this. Smash cut to later when you mail it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ren, you have now gained the Kronos Codex. Hell that, yeah. is, that is your reward from this, an incredibly powerful artifact. I'm excited. That also contains information on the villain. You gotta you gotta message me the spells again for this. Oh, well. I remember. And we have now completed Ren's adventure. Yeah! We did it. 
Yay. We learned so much. The songs that appear on today's episode of The Rolls We Made are The Mirage of Lost Hope by Darkstar83, copyright 2021, Sweet Ennis by Human Phobia, copyright 2021, Moonrise by Purple Planet Music, copyright 2021, Universe Big Takedown by Kumiku, copyright 2018, Rosemary's Baby Shower by Solar Flare, copyright 2018, Descent by Nylor, copyright 2017, Be My Guest by Crowander, copyright 2021, Free Harmonics by the Free Harmonic Orchestra, copyright 2021, Answers by Ninja16, copyright 2017, Bees by Danyan Key, copyright 2019, Iridescence by Harris Heller, copyright 2021, Glasswire by Harris Heller, copyright 2021, and Deep Water by Harris Heller, copyright 2021. Details on all these songs are available in the description.